Hey friends, welcome to my new mini-series, Countdown to Halloween, 31 Days of Spooktober. Each day of October, I will be reading at least one scary story, ranging anywhere from true crime to paranormal to everything in between. So go ahead and grab you a drink, a snack, and get in a comfy spot because you're in for a ride. Hope you enjoy! Hey friends, today's stories all come from Reddit, so let's go ahead and jump into it. The first story is by Sapo Concho, Sapo Concho underscore on Reddit. It is called, I don't like mirrors. I don't like mirrors. It's not something new. Since I was a kid, something about them creeped me out. Maybe it's because of an irrational fear of the reflection not being exactly like the image it is reflecting as if it would show some sort of doppelganger, or maybe it is because they look like doors to other universes. Sounds stupid, I know, but let me tell my story. I have always felt that what is being reflected is not me. I don't know why. There is just something wrong with the thing that stands in front of me when I stay looking for a bit at my reflection that makes me feel extremely uncomfortable. I can perceive evil in that piece of glass. But that feeling of uneasiness changed to complete horror since that day. It was three years ago, in late November. I remember almost every breath I exhaled that night. I had just finished dinner after a long day in the office and my eyes were almost closing by themselves. I needed some rest, so I went to the bathroom to brush my teeth. While brushing my teeth, I looked outside through the bathroom window. The night was dark as coal and a charming full moon was rising from behind the trees in the woods nearby my house. I just got lost into my own thoughts and came back to reality a few minutes later, realizing I have been brushing the same area over and over again during my daydream, so my focus returned to what I was doing. When I was about to rinse my teeth, I noticed something weird. My reflection in the mirror did not turn when I stared at myself. It was already looking at me. It just happened for a fraction of a second, but I can almost guarantee it was staring at me. My blood froze. I did not move for a few seconds then decided to shake my head to see if the reflection did the same movement, and it did. It must be that I'm just too tired, I said to myself, and went to bed. I thought about it until my eyes closed by themselves of pure fatigue a few hours later. And that was it for about a year. The memory of that night came to my mind from time to time, and my body shivered when I remembered that brief instant. But sometimes I even questioned if what I saw was real or if just a product of my tired mind. But that changed two years ago. I can remember it was almost also winter, but not the exact month. I was dressing up to meet some friends in a bar. The night was rainy this time, but the full moon was up there, watching. I was fastening my seatbelt in front of the mirror when suddenly it stared directly at me. But that time was different. That time, it did not stop when I looked up at it. Instead, it was looking at me in the eyes with a smile whose cruelty is not describable through words. I took a step back, got outside my room, and exited my house almost running. When I got to my car, I flipped the side mirrors and started to cry. After that, I did not know what to do. I threw away all the mirrors I had in my apartment and the nightmares did not stop for a while. 
In my dreams, it was coming for me, and it was not limited to this universe. The last winter was not easy. I still struggled mentally with what happened. Luckily, I met a girl that summer and we started dating the same fall. Her company helped me coping with that situation, even though she knew nothing about what happened. I was extremely afraid of what she would think of me. But one day I decided it was time to share the experience with her. I was going to sleep in her house that night and I planned to tell her what happened before going to sleep as we used to talk a lot in bed. I was brushing my teeth after dinner and the big mirror she had in the bathroom really shocked me. What were you expecting? Everybody has a mirror in the bathroom, I said to myself. You're no longer a kid, come on, and entered the bathroom. It all went normal. I put the toothpaste on the toothbrush and the toothbrush in my mouth with a bit of hesitation. When I was finishing, I got closer to the mirror to properly clean my front teeth. And then it happened. Its hand stopped brushing and my eyes opened wide. That smile was in front of me again. It started to tighten its front teeth and to rub them on each other. I could perfectly hear the sound of his teeth scratching each other. Its eyes were blood red and its teeth started to break. There was blood coming out of its gums. I could not move. I could not scream. I was almost hypnotized. Its hand came out of the mirror and grabbed my shirt. I could feel its cold breath in my nose. The smell of that thing is almost indescribable. It was like a decomposing corpse opened in half. Its bloody mouth opened and a dark, deep voice hit me in the face. It came from other lost and long ago forgotten universes and said, if you tell her anything, she will be dead by tomorrow morning. It disappeared and I instantly threw away. I just could not stand it. My mind was about to break into a million pieces, just like the mirrors I dumped two years ago. Since that incident, we distanced from each other. I didn't tell her anything and she was pissed off with my strange behavior. A few months later, we broke up. A year has passed since then. The summer ended and the leaves of the trees began to fall. Deep inside of me, I know I'm not going to be here to see the next winter. It will have, it will have come for me long before the last full moon of the winter rises up in the cold, dark night sky. Ooh, <clears throat> that one was pretty creepy. The next one is called The Man with an Upside Down Face and it is by the user the underscore Pringles underscore dealer. Two weeks ago, I went over to my grandma's house thinking I was going to have a full day of nostalgia. Because I knew she would still have some old photos of me and my old toys I would keep there to play with if I ever visited, I arrived with an instant greeting from my grandma, still as sweet and loving as I remembered. We both instantly got around to making cookies and hot chocolate whilst watching some TV. Night rolled around and this is where we would spend a bunch of the night laughing and coloring slash drawing since that was one of our favorite hobbies. I went for a bathroom break, but I heard a loud type of noise coming from the basement and I asked my grandma if she heard anything and she said that she didn't, which I thought was strange because it was pretty loud. I told her I'm gonna go find some old photos and music discs because she still had a turntable. Whilst I was digging through some boxes, I found a photo. It made me sick to my stomach instantly, which freaked me out, but I shrugged it off thinking it was nothing. It was a picture of two guys standing next to a vehicle and another guy in the far back next to a building. It looked like his face was distorted or turned upside down, but I thought it was nothing because of how tired I was. I put it in my pocket to show to grandma in the morning. I woke up feeling sick again, but one vomit session later, I was fine. I showed my grandma the photo and she instantly looked shocked and told me to get rid of it. I was curious and asked what's wrong and she didn't respond for the rest of the day. 
I instantly got sick of the silence because I knew something was wrong, because she never acted like this. I asked what was wrong again, still no response, so I just said that I'm leaving. I hugged her and then left the picture, still in my pocket. I was, driving, <laughs> I was driving home, and whilst I was on the country roads, my tire got destroyed by something. I quickly changed the tire because I was paranoid, but I just went back home. I arrived back home and noticed something. While I was walking into my kitchen, I looked at one of my pictures that I had of me and my grandma, still wondering what the fuck was wrong with her. But I noticed something that made my heart sink right into my stomach. It was him, the guy I saw with the upside down face, just staring, smiling. I just placed the photo face down too scared to look at it. Thought I would meet up, thought I would just meet up with a friend and needed a restaurant so I would forget about it, which I did. We had a bunch of fun and it was nice catching up with them. I arrived back home and noticed my dog was just staring and shaking at the photo I laid face down in my kitchen. I tried putting my dog in his cage, but he wouldn't budge, so I just left him there. As I was looking back on the pictures I took with my friend, I saw something. I saw him. Again. I kept seeing him in our pictures, over and over again, just sitting in the background, staring. I was sure I was crazy. I just didn't know what to do. All I knew was I was looking at a picture that could make anyone go insane. Alrighty, and the last story for this episode is by the same user, the underscore Pringles underscore dealer, and it's called Siren Head. So here we go. Five days ago, I decided to go camping with some friends before we all headed our separate ways to college. This camping trip would be the last time we would see each other for a while, so we wanted to make it count. We decided on a giant part of the woods 20 minutes away from our town. Even though when we researched the location there was a few murder cases, we said fuck it, it might make the trip more fun. We packed the typical stuff like tents, food, water, and a rifle because the murder cases made my friend nervous. We set up camp and decided to start cooking and telling jokes. Me being awkward, I just sat silently drawing while all the others joked, while all the others told jokes that would make me laugh every now and then. I drew the typical anime stuff that only one of my friends had interest in, and it was a girl I kind of liked, but I didn't want to open up to her because I knew I would just fuck it up. I suggested after we were done eating, why not go hiking? So we did. We found a few weird stuff like symbols and torn up shirts under leaves, but we didn't think much of it. My other friend did though. He kept bringing up the murders, talking about how bodies were mangled by something, but I didn't listen to him. We heard an odd noise echoing through the woods, but we thought it was the cars passing by on the country roads a few miles from where we were camping. We decided to head back to camp just to hang out because we started to get bored of hiking. Josh and Mike enabled their hotspots to play games on their phones. Sophie and Ray just sat next to each other and talked, and I just sat playing the guitar, practicing my favorite song. It was starting to get dark, so we decided to drop everything and make s'mores. During it, we would get random alerts on our phones, which would startle us a bit, but we didn't think much of it because we were all just trying to have a good time. We all fell asleep, but Josh woke up saying he heard screams outside, which he wanted to check out. And Mike went with him while I worked on lighting the fire again and getting the place lit up. The girls were sat in the tent talking. I could kind of hear that they were nervous, but I was trying to do my best to calm them down. Then something happened that made me almost throw up of shock. Me and the girls got an Amber Alert blasting on our phones that said Josh and Mike were missing. 
Then out of nowhere, we overheard their voices bouncing off the trees saying, over here. Sophie wanted to go and check on them, but me and Ray kept her at the camp. I decided to go check it out and assured them to stay here. And a few minutes down the trail, I heard them scream. And then I bolted back to camp and did not see them anywhere. I picked up the rifle and decided to go out looking for them. But then I started to hear a news reporter in the woods reporting the deaths of my friends, Sophie, Ray, Mike, and then Josh. I started to cry at this point. Then I heard an ear piercing siren noise blare through the woods. While I was running through the woods trying to find my way out, <clears throat> I heard a stomping noise and the sirens were getting closer. Then I saw it. It looked like a tree, but I could tell it had limbs and two sirens as heads, I believe. I shot it, but it did not seem to get hurt from it, even though I saw blood covering its chest. Then I heard Ray's voice saying, come here, it's safe. But I kept running, eventually finding myself on a road, managing to be picked up by a stranger willing to give me a ride to my town. Now I just spend my time in therapy, suffering from whatever the hell I saw. But whenever I try to explain it, they just say I was dreaming, but I guarantee I was in some form of hell. Now, I do want to remind you guys that a lot of these stories are just creepypasta, meaning that people wrote them from a fiction standpoint and they just write them to be interesting and spooky. Um, some of them are true or are meant to be true, but I just wanted to put that out there because this last story that I just read, some parts of it didn't make a lot of sense, mostly in the sense that um, an Amber Alert wouldn't have been that instant when nobody has even reported that someone is missing. Um, also, I don't know how the news would have found out that four people were missing or dead within a matter of minutes, but nonetheless, the story was creepy and it did come with a picture, which obviously you guys can't see it, but the picture is creepy as well. Um, whether it's real or not, it creeps me out. So um, yeah, those were the stories for today. Okay, friends, please be sure to join me again tomorrow for the next episode of Countdown to Halloween, 31 Days of Spooktober. Keep it creepy.